我们又借着祂因信得进入现在所站的这恩典中并且欢欢喜喜盼望神的荣耀不但如此就是在患难中也是欢欢喜喜的因为知道患难生忍耐忍耐忍耐老练生盼望盼望不至于羞耻因为所
Chief amongst the complaints was the strange foreign food. And so it was with particular delight that uh, after two weeks on the road, the choir went to McDonald's. 在两周以后，这些啊，这些失败人就啊开始抱怨。It was the world's second largest McDonald's located in Moscow, Russia. 哦，在呃俄国莫呃莫斯科，他们就找到了第世界上第二大的麦当劳。And I will always remember one particular tenor in the choir. 我就记得其中一个男高音说，Who upon receiving his chocolate milkshake，当他拿到他那巧克力奶昔的时候。Took a sip and then burst out in song. And he sang. Praise God from whom all milkshakes flow. He was so excited to have the milkshake for which he had been longing for two weeks. Finally, have that craving for something American. Now, I'm guessing that with a crowd this size, we come with things we're longing for this morning. Don't we? I mean, some of us are probably longing for. Let's be honest, lunch. Uh, some of us here may be longing for a new opportunity. Maybe you've been in your role at work for a while and you feel now it's the time for a promotion. Some of us here have been longing for uh, new relationships. In particular, maybe you've been longing for that right person to come along to marry. Or you're longing for the recruiter to call you back with a new job opportunity. Maybe uh, during the school year, high school students, you're longing for summer break. Or perhaps you're longing for things to finally go your way. Maybe you're longing for a son or daughter to finally return your call. You're longing for justice to finally be done in the world. You're longing to have your mom or dad's approval. Maybe you're longing for revenge. 或者你你呃期待着可以重新的再来。To finally get back at that person who did that to you. 呃去呃去呃和那个人和好。Of course, there are many things that we might long for. 我们很多事情都要都有，我们在生命中有很多渴望的事情。We have to ask, should we be longing for the things that we long for? 我们可能会问到，我们是该有这些渴望吗？ Studies have shown with anger, for instance. It has a detrimental effect on the body. That if you long for revenge, it actually destroys your health. What kinds of things then should we long for? 
this morning we have the opportunity to learn from God's word. Now today we're going to continue in the theme of this month. Each Sunday we've been taking one of the slogans from the Protestant Reformation. First, the Protestant Reformation began 500 years ago. It's the 500th anniversary this year. But we're seeing how their slogans from then are still relevant to today. In fact, because of the Protestant Reformation, we are here in this church today. Already we have looked at uh, In Christ Alone. And through faith alone. Today's topic is through grace. Through grace. Uh, the, uh, C.S. Lewis, who was one of the um, foremost authors, evangelical authors of the 20th century, was once asked, what makes Christianity unique? What makes Christianity different from just all the other religions in the world? To which C.S. Lewis replied, oh, that's easy. It's grace. Now, grace is not a concept we find only in the book of Romans or the New Testament. There are lots of examples of God showing grace to his people in the Old Testament. Uh, in Genesis chapter 6, we have the story of Noah and his ark. You see, God had determined that humanity had become wicked. But humanity was continually evil in all the thoughts of his mind. God regretted that he had made humanity. So God determined that he would destroy the whole human race. After all, it was because we rebelled against God that we became wicked and evil. But God showed grace to Noah and his family. He gave him the warning of the flood that was coming. And he gave Noah the command to build an ark. Another uh, example of grace that we find in the Old Testament is with Gideon. Gideon, of course, was an Israelite. And he was particularly cowardly, let's say. When a neighboring country tried to take over Israel, God told Gideon, You are going to save your countrymen. And I'm going to do it through you. And Gideon said, 
Really? Let me lay out this fleece. Um, and if you give me a sign with the dew falling on this fleece, then then I'll go. 你就给我这样指示, Friends, that is unbelief. Only an evil generation asks for a sign, Jesus said. And yet God used Gideon. If you go back in the book of Judges, you can read all about it. God uses Gideon to deliver Israel from the enemy. He had to have smote Gideon, not used him. He ought to have killed Gideon for his unbelief. Not used him and only 300 men to save Israel. Now we find the word grace in verse 2 of our scripture reading this morning. Grace, uh, we have been given access to grace through believing in Jesus Christ. And what grace is this that we have been given access to? Into peace with God. But we see verse 1 that this is only for believers. Now, this might sound very arrogant to our ears. Why should only believers be those who have peace with God? This strikes us as being the opposite of humble. This is anathema. But we find here in chapter 5 God's judgment of humanity. A believer, unbeliever alike. Look with me at verse 6 and following. We find God's judgment of us is that we are weak. That we are in fact ungodly people. God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, God judges us all to be rebels against him. And as rebels, we are his enemies. That's verse 10. And as enemies, we are deserving of his wrath. Verse 9. But for any who believe in Jesus, the text tells us we have peace with God. How is it that enemies can have peace with God? Because of grace. Verse 6, Christ died for the ungodly. While we we were still opposed to him. Not 
Not because we had made progress in becoming better people. Not even because we had believed in Jesus. Even when we were still dead in sin and transgressions, Jesus gave his life. Because God determined what would satisfy his justice. His justice that has to condemn us for rebelling against him. What would justify us is the blood of his son. The death of the Son of God on the cross. That and that alone would be enough to reconcile people to himself. What do we do to deserve Christ's death on our behalf? What does anyone deserve to be reconciled to God? Can any of us who are slaves to sin live a sinless life like Jesus? No. Of course not. Yet Jesus died for us on the cross to reconcile us to God. And this is grace. This is love that we do not deserve. That's the point of verse 7. We're not even willing to die for a really righteous person. Just in the news, there was a story of um, teenagers in Florida. And uh, apparently they were caught on video heckling a drowning man. A man was drowning and they didn't even go for help. Now I don't know the man who drowned. I don't really understand the situation. But God who completely understands our situation. Who knows how just how evil each of us is on the inside. Nevertheless, sent Jesus Christ to die for us. And that is grace. My parents taught me an important lesson uh, as I was growing up. Uh, in what might be traditional Western custom, we celebrate Christmas by unwrapping gifts, gift-giving. Uh, and each year in the living room, we set up a Christmas tree. And underneath the Christmas tree would be many colorfully wrapped presents. And I remember one year in which I was struggling in my relationship with my parents. But I came down on Christmas morning. And I beheld the gifts underneath the tree. And inside I was conflicted. 
Because I had not loved my parents as I should have. And yet here beneath the tree were all these gifts with my name on them. I said, Mom, Dad, I don't deserve all these gifts. And they said, that's right. But this is grace. Grace is an undeserved gift. Of course, now we know that Jesus Christ is ascended to heaven. After God raised him from the dead, we read in Acts chapter 1 that Jesus ascended into invisible realms. And the promise of Scripture is that Jesus will come again. That Jesus is returning. And if you know God's grace towards you in Christ, then He has given you the grace to long for Christ's return. I've used before the illustration of a couple in love. Who when they are separated are on their phones texting 24-7. And when they're not texting each other, they're calling each other up on the phone. Or wait, since this is the 21st century, they're using their tablets to FaceTime. And they always want to be together. Why? Because they love each other. And so, if God has given you the longing for Christ's return, you know that that is grace to you. That you should care about His coming. That you should long for it with but we find here hope. Hope is not wishful thinking. It's not some vague desire for something to happen in the future. It's a confident expectation. What are we supposed to do with this longing, this confident expectation God has given us. We find here in verse 2 we rejoice in hope. This hope that we have with God's love poured into us. As Ning Yang and Angel have just sung so beautifully. But this word rejoice isn't just to have warm fuzzies inside. Rejoice sounds more humble than boasting, but that's what the word means. In the original Greek, it means to boast. It means to shout it from the housetops. It means to tell it to people around you. Jesus is coming back. I long for that. But not because I'm so special. 
不是因为我做了什么有这样信心的看见。我们在盼望中我们夸口。but our second point is this that we have a problem. If we boast in our hope that Christ is coming because of grace, we are undeserving, we are admitting we're sinners. Jesus had to die for us on the cross because our sin condemns us. Gone is the lie that at heart we are all really good people. We are not good people. We have fundamentally rebelled against God. And even after believing in Jesus, we see this in our own lives, don't we? It seems that as we, we go on in faith, we come to see more and more just how wicked and sinful we are. And we feel our need for change. We see Jesus living a sinless life. Jesus enduring the cross. Jesus having such confident expectation of what his death would bring. That he was willing to suffer for you and me. And in light of Christ, we see ourselves so different so much the opposite so broken and sinful and we oftentimes see the worst in ourselves when we go through suffering when we face some kind of trial in life when we are thrown into the crucible, when we are shaken and rattled, it has a way of jarring what is inside of us loose so that it comes out. And sometimes that's in front of other people too, isn't it? Uh, I knew a lady once who had a very important presentation to give. Uh, she tells us the story afterwards. How on the morning of her presentation she woke up to find she had slept through her alarm. It was 15 minutes to the presentation. Work was a 30-minute drive away. So she called up her boss and said, Boss, I blew it, I slept in, I'm going to be late. 
他就打电话，发现自己要迟到，就打电话给他老板说：“我要迟到了。” is very understanding。老板就很理解说：“Come as quickly as you can。你快点来吧。”The client is here. We'll stall them. We'll wait。客户在这边，但我们帮你延迟时间。So woman got into her car。所以这个呃这个女人她就进到车里。Barely having time to get ready for the day。很呃就没什么时间要把自己弄好。went down the entrance ramp onto the highway there was a parking lot the traffic was gridlocked she was going nowhere quickly after a few minutes of that the boss called her. Where are you? I'm stuck in traffic. Come as quickly as you can. Now normally, uh, any of us in this situation, how do you think we would be feeling? Sure, there'd be not a little bit of panic. What is going to happen? Are we going to lose this client? Am I going to lose my job? Strangest thing happened. In the midst of this trial, this sister felt great peace. She had been learning about God's sovereign control over our lives and everything that happens and the grace of God in Christ to those who believe in him and in that moment in that trial she was able to experience a peace she would not have before by the time she finally did get to work she was quite late Another co-worker had gone first to the presentation and without mentioning anything about all that had happened that morning she gave her presentation. The client was impressed. The boss was forgiving. But the best part of that morning was this sister had grown in her faith. Through the trial, she had grown in her peace, her ability to rest in God's grace. Her faith had actually been increased. Through the trial, she'd actually grown in Christ's likeness. We see in our text that we as believers boast in our sufferings. There again, the word rejoice means to boast. That it is God's grace to you to long to be more like Christ. To realize your sin for what it is. To realize just how uh, 
terrible your sin is and, and how much you need to be reconciled to God. But in light of God's grace to us in Christ, to realize you stand not because of what you do or how much you change but to change because of how much you are loved and to long to be like Christ because he is so glorious and he loves you so much it is through this that we can boast in the midst of our sufferings. Whether we suffer because we believe in Jesus, or whether we're suffering from everyday distressors, we can boast in Christ in the midst of these because of how God is using them. How he tests the genuineness of our faith. How he teaches us about what Christ suffered for us as we experience little pieces of suffering. God gives us severe mercies to grow us like Christ. To discipline us and to bring us back if we have started to veer off the right path. It's God's grace to us that we long for Christ's likeness and so boast in Him in the midst of suffering. Maybe you're feeling a bit discouraged in a relationship. Going through a rough time, perhaps with a spouse or maybe with a child. And you see in that relationship just how far you're missing the mark. And the more that we, you learn about your sinfulness, the more discouraging it can feel. You see how much you are not like Christ in that relationship. But remember it is grace to long for Christ's likeness. We wouldn't care that we weren't like Christ if the Holy Spirit was not at work. And the fact that you realize the gap between you and Christ in that situation is grace to you. Most in the Holy Spirit given to you in Christ. Even in the midst of your trial, your suffering. Because God is using that to bless you. After all, Christ endured the cross to save you. And endurance produces character. 
Enduring your trial with faith in Christ produces Christ-like character in you. That character increases your expectation of Christ's return. And it does not put you to shame. Because you can boast in the Holy Spirit. The one who is at work in you. Finally, God gives grace to long for Christ's glory. Christ's glory. Some years ago, there was a father who was uh, going for some theological education in England. And in one of his uh, times away from class, he went with his son to a track. Uh, it was a running track that you might find at a school. And he set his uh, young son, maybe only a couple of years old, to running around that track. You can imagine a little two or three year old having plenty of energy to race around and around that track. But as his boy ran around the track, he became distracted with something. And he looked up to find his little boy had stopped in front of him. And his little boy was frowning. And as the father looked at his son, his son spoke to him. And the boy said, Daddy, when I run fast, you do this. When I run fast, you applaud for me. What did the little boy want? He wanted his father's praise. His father's approval. He wanted his father to delight in his ability to run around the track. To run fast. But you know, it's not just two or three year olds who long for this kind of approval. It is also the longing of all of us. C.S. Lewis talks about this in his um, uh, great essay called The Weight of Glory. The way he describes it is that we all long to be inspected by God. To come before God. To hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. To be inspected, as it were. And to be approved. To be delighted in. Now often in our sinfulness, this longing for God's praise or His glory is misplaced. We start looking for God's approval in the approval of other people. 
我们开始来渴求来从父亲那里求到说对其他人对我们的认可 for man's approval rather than God's approval。得到人的认可而不是得神的认可。Sometimes this is behind our drive to work too much. 有的时候这样的想法让我们过多的在投入到工作中。It can be behind even our uh, apparent desire to serve in church. 也可能是来自于我们父母们对我们期待可以在教会中服侍。And what we are longing for is placed on the approval of man. 我们的这样的渴求其实是放在对人来自于人的认可。But this is really what we're longing for. 但这确实是我们所渴望的。Of course not. 当然不是了。But it is grace to us if that object is fixed on what we really long for. 但当我们所真正的有正确的渴望来到我们心中是神的恩典。But it's not by works that we earn God's approval. It is not by serving in church that we earn God's approval. It is not even by self-discipline that we earn God's glory. It's in fact very strange how we receive God's glory and praise. We receive Christ's glory. Sometimes uh, on the TV there's an award ceremony. How many of you like to watch the Academy Awards? How many of you don't like to watch the Academy Awards? Honestly, I don't usually watch them. Uh, but if you ever have, you know that when the recipient of the award comes up, they give a speech. And uh, usually somewhere between giggling and crying and laughing, they are able to spit out, I would not be here without so many people. 当然他们在又哭又笑的时候，他就讲自己一句话，说我今天不能站在这儿，如果不不是这些人。And then they try very hard not to leave anyone out. 当然他们也是希望不要落下每一个要感谢的人。Lots of names that might not mean anything to us. 可能这些人名对我们来说都没什么意义概念。But they would not be receiving the prize without the help of all these other people who have brought them to where they are. 但是他们真的没有办法站到那今天的这个位置，因为这些人的帮助。and on, in a similar way, 但同样的是, on the day Christ returns, and we are all presented before Him, whether we are living at that point in time or if we have already died, Scripture teaches we will all be brought before Him. And then for those who have believed in Christ, for those who have received reconciliation with God through faith, that's friends when we will receive Christ's glory. You see, Christ lived a sinless life. He obeyed God completely even to dying on the cross. 他, 
And then God raised him from the dead. And if we have believed in Christ, then through that faith we enter union with Christ. What is his becomes ours. And the praise and glory that Christ will receive from all creation. That praise and glory is shared with us. Well done, good and faithful servant. But I didn't do anything. Look at all the sin in my life. Look at all the ways that I have rebelled against you and rejected you. I am not worthy of this praise and glory. And it's true, none of us are. But we long for that day. We long for that glory. That we receive through God's grace. I think it's the reason why we like watching talent shows. Some kind of singing competition. When the most surprising candidate comes out on stage. Maybe it's a little girl. And as the music starts to play, she begins to sing. This amazing operatic voice comes out. And the crowd goes wild. Because no one was expecting this little girl to have such a beautiful sound. And just looking at our lives. As sinners who have rebelled against God. No one would expect such glorious uh, praise and, and heaping of uh, words of acceptance and approval to come from God for us. Because our lives do not produce beautiful music. Except for that music that God produces through us. The glory that we long for is glory God gives us. It is grace. It is undeserved. It is undeserved that we should even long for it. Verse 11, we boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You might be at the top of your game in your work. You might be acing all the exams in college. You might be getting the promotion, marrying the right person, having everything going your way. But does any of us really deserve it? Does your glory come from your accomplishments? 
But naked we come from our mother's womb, and naked we shall die. 我们赤裸的从我们的母母腹中来，呃，来到世上，我们有一天也将赤裸的而走。Of all the things in life that we could boast in， 我们在生命中所要夸口的事情。Scripture says to boast in the Lord。我们说我们夸口在主里，我们夸口我们的神。But him who boasts, boasts in the Lord。我们来夸口我们的神。Who gives us the longing for Christ's return？ 他给我们这样的恩典，让我们来渴慕呃基督的再来。Who gives us the longing to be like Christ？ 他给我们这样的恩典，让我们渴望呃更像基督。Who gives us the right longing for the praise and glory of God alone？ 他们他也给我们这样的恩典，让我们来渴望来呃荣耀基督。Because of all the grace that He has given you。因为所有这些恩典，他所给我们的。Beloved in Christ。呃，是我是因为我们被神所爱，在基督耶稣里。Boast in Christ. 在呃基督耶稣里夸口。Boast in Christ and His grace. 在基督里夸口，嗯、um, ，夸口他给我们的荣耀。And this will be true humility. 这才才是真正的谦卑。Let's pray. 让我们一起祷告。Heavenly Father, thank you for being so gracious to us in your Son. 天父，感谢你最啊。That even when we were dead in our sin and transgressions, you sent him to die for us. 即使我们还在罪中的时候，你将他赐给我们。And thank you for the grace that you give us. 也感谢你给我们的恩典。The grace to believe in you. 啊，这样的恩典让我们来相信你。The grace of your Holy Spirit. 这样的恩典让我们来呃有圣灵同在。Would you increase our longing for Christ that we might boast in you as we really ought? 求你增加我们可以夸口耶稣基督的这样的渴望。And through our boasting in you, that you would receive glory from all the nations. 借着我们在你中的夸口，你的荣耀可以被显现。We pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and for His glory. 我们借呃耶稣基督荣耀的名求。Amen. Amen.